So it was cool to be like, oh, you know, like <laughs> as if I'm watching it happen with like surround sound and like, you know, 4K or whatever. <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. The private battle against time sometimes isn't alone. Today, we zip up our cat suits and cue up all the amazing spy theme music with Marvel's Black Widow, the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, yeah. Itsy Bitsy. Itsy Bitsy Spider. Uh, it's a comic book. It's it's a it's 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 great, and we're gonna talk about it today. My name is Ali. And I am Tom. I'm Caitlin. And today my name is Corey. And today my name is Josh. <laughs> but all the time, our episodes are brought to you in part by the Nerdon Nation, which is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks like bonus episodes, you do get discounts on merch, early access to all of our episodes, and you get access to special servers on our Discord server which are always hopping uh, yeah always hopping yeah as of uh, the day yeah so uh check that out nerdon.io backslash patreon and uh do check out our discord uh nerdon.io backslash discord and come and chat with us and other fans it's a fun time it's a good time you can chat for learning we're not here to make you participate if you don't want to you can, you also can just do whatever stuff. you like yeah, yeah. as do long as i'm a wallflower like me yeah. um but <laughs> Also, as per usual, we have partnered with Apogee and Odyssey. I am wearing Odyssey headphones right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, the quarantine happened, and I, we can't exactly distribute all of the headphones to everybody, but I'm wearing them, and they are fantastic. Here uh, they are. They come with this fantastic little uh, bag of glee. It's good times. Da -da -da. Uh, these are the, uh, and uh, if you're watching the video version, these are the Mobius uh, surround headphones, Yeah, which... Mm -hmm. If you want to see what that's about, very fancy. Stay tuned. Check us out on YouTube. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but also, we are using Apogee Hype Mic. Uh, the it number is the ultimate podcasting, podcasting microphone. microphone. Do check out our live show uh, on our YouTube channel, and you can figure out that bit. But uh, that is the housekeeping. Cheers. We're doing um, the thing. This is also a comic book, and wow. uh, even though a lot of retailers can't get their comic books distributed. Uh, definitely reading digital is a great way to keep you entertained while you're staying at home. Uh, something like Comixology, the internet's number one comic book resource and da -da -da. reading material. But I read mine on my phone. Nice. Da -da -da. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. It's, sparkle, if, sparkle. Uh, it's actually a really great way because they're actually pretty cheap to get or uh, pretty affordable. Um, yeah. If you're ordering it online and getting it shipped to you. Uh, sometimes they're the full retail price, but if you get digital, you get a good discount on it. And there's some cool active transitions you can definitely play with, um, but also um, cool different um, features in the UI that allow you to kind of immerse yourself better into the reading experience. I like that but you can do have select it to go sell by sell. <laughs> yes. Which is nice. Uh, and But also, if you do have the chance to get to a local comic store, then read it there. They definitely need our help. Um, but Comixology is definitely a great resource, especially if you're reading stuff. Um, while you're uh, shelter in place. Yeah. Um, that's Read all it. I got. Yeah. Nerdon.io backslash comicsology. And yes, that's, that's the one. That is the housekeeping. That's the real wow. It's done, baby. Let us quarantine uh, you with the episode. 
Oh, oh no. Boo. <laughs> okay. Get ready for a lot of these puns. Uh. And uh, also, oh man, this this quarantine, uh, you know, we're staying at home. We're trying to keep it safe, social distancing, and we're still recording mm-hmm. this thing. All of the like process of like where, where what segments go where is like throwing me off. So uh, <laughs> this is a completed work. It is. This is uh, three issues and another three issues. And it's one full trade. It's a Marvel collection. Uh, so at the end of this episode, we're going to rate it. Uh, and that brings us to our first segment of the show, which is... Guess that. The internet audio gave up for a second. Yeah. Basically. It just turns to transformer. Basically. Um, yeah, I mean, so, pretty much. If you are brand new to Nerd On, welcome. And we are hope you're safe and enjoying the show so yes, far. Yes, we hope you're safe. We are hope you're safe and we're armed with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, the part of the show where we go around the screens uh, right now. Mm-hmm. And guess who's going to have the lowest score uh, out of the rating, which is uh, from zero out of five. Mm-hmm. No matter how high the number is, if you're the lowest in the group, you are the grump for the week. We encourage everyone at home to play along. And uh, yeah. Usually Since- we would have the Nerd on Nation join us, but uh, I've lost track of the days due to quarantine. <laughs> so I forgot to post the poll. But uh, if Yay. you join the Nerd on Nation, there will be polls to guess that grump. I apologize, y'all. I'm going crazy. I don't Love know if any, anyone here right has now. seen uh, Muppet Treasure Island. But <gasps> yes. Cabin Fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling it. Uh, <laughs> and also at the time of this recording, this is, uh, you know, still early phases of how long we've been doing this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we are trying to still adjust to it all. But we're making it. We're doing it in stride. So, uh, we're doing it that, raw. With that um, uh, stumbly bumbly, I am going to guess that Caitlin will be the grump for this week. Okay. Because she doesn't have the Black Widow beer goggles on, so. Uh, fair. Yeah. Um, and I'm she's been reading a sh- you've been reading guess. a shit ton of comic books. Webtoons. Oh, yeah. Web, web yeah. Comics, so. oh, okay, yeah, I've been reading yeah. a lot of that. So, like, uh, okay, you're, all right, you're, yeah. You're, 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 you're growing in culturism. I'm growing, yeah, yeah. The logic there, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? Uh, I'm gonna say... Corey. Oh. Probably a mistake, but I chose him anyway. Uh, all right. Did you say steak? Josh or yep. Ali? Um, I will. Uh, oh my gosh. Jesus. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll go. pick. I'm going to pick Tom. Ooh. I got a little feeling. All right. What a little tingly in the fingly. Josh, what do you got? Don't worry about it. That's called the Tom tingle. Corey as well. Oh, man. Ooh. So how many? What's that? That's two for me. Two, and I guess uh, I'll guess not Ali. Um, it doesn't Tom. actually star Scarlett Johansson. Is that the only reason you like Black Widow? No, I'm kidding. No. There you go. There's two strong women <laughs> in right. this. Uh, Pull yourself out of that shallow pool, Ali. <laughs> so comfortable here. Um, I'll Easy. guess. Uh, I'll guess Tom. Oh, very smart. The critical eye. Yeah. I don't fucking know. So <laughs> that's, that's uh, the order is going to go. Ali and Josh go first. Uh, and then Kaylin. And then me and Tom will go last. The power. All right. Uh, cool. So 
um, with that, we're going to try something a little new. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to have any spoilery spoilers in our brief, uh, our, in, our, 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 our um, initial, initial reaction. reactions and our <laughs> yeah. first impressions. Uh, all the way up until the brief synopsis. And then after that, we go into spoiler country uh, with our fellow comrades. Uh, so um, I am going to uh, initial reaction to impressionize um, and say that this uh, was the my verb. first time reading uh, this issue. Um, oh. I had heard about it. And, um, uh, you know, there's like several different comic books that to, like to read of like what's the essential understanding of who Black Widow is. And uh, I um, got took from it like to me, this was how I've read trade paperbacks before. They're typically compiled of um, different issues from different series that are not typically one whole arc. So this was very interesting uh, for me to be like kind of going back to form. Mm-hmm. Um so reading this was really, really fun. I think uh, somebody who's getting into comic books for the first time and is looking for something not too heavy, but also something just goes a little bit deeper of like what characters and how they interact. I know a lot of people are exploring the MCU for the, fir- uh, for the first time, and that's how they're getting introduced to characters. But if you really want to just dive into something reading, uh, this is probably a really good place to start. This is a great supplementary material, I think, for anybody who's a fan of the MCU. Yeah. Like it wants to kind of venture into comics. Yeah. And like pulling the veil back, we did, um, you know, schedule this out with accordance to uh, the Black Widow film. And since, you know, with everything going on with COVID-19, everything has been pushed back and postponed. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, regardless, this is still great standalone material to read. And uh, I enjoyed, you know, you get good spy feels uh, from both, uh, you know, sections. And you kind of get, again, you get a good understanding of, who the character is and what their stories are. And also like the lightheartedness that comic books usually bring. So uh, I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed. Nice. Yeah. I enjoyed. Um, I can go, go next. Oh, I oh. Uh, for me. Yeah. This, I feel the same way. It's a pretty, pretty good uh, introductory to the character. I haven't read too many uh, Black Widow comics myself. So it was a kind of a nice uh, almost reset. Cause I've just kind of read random uh, almost like one shots. Um, but this was, this was pretty, um, you know, uh, not typical. What's the word I'm looking for? Very traditional, traditional black widow spy espionage story. Yeah. Um, and I really got into it. I, um, I really enjoyed the art, especially the second half. Yeah. Um, all the landscapes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the art style itself. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a great time from start to finish and I read it. I read it, uh, I think, the first time in like 30 minutes nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then had to go back again and do it one more time. But yeah, I enjoyed myself. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was an interesting experience because I don't have any information or had no information up to this point about Black Widow. It was a completely new inform- mm-hmm. new uh, adventure for me because um, all I knew was MCU information. So whatever right. happened in those movies, that's what I knew. Um, so for this, it was great to get a a little bit of background. It was great to get an inside of just her, just her story. And then Yelena, that's a new character to me as well. Uh, right. Up until the Nova. Black Widow movie that is coming at some point, one of the characters is Yelena. And I was like, who is this? Um <laughs> And then what the beat? art style, yeah. Who, who are you? Um, who this? And then the art style. It was. This is probably my first um, 
experience of a trade like this that is like two different art styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the second part was, and now for something completely different, which, but <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, would you, was, would you think of uh, daredevil being in there? That, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? There's daredevil in black widow story. What the well, fuck? N- never mind. I'm not saying that. <laughs> well, yeah, no. And, and, and yeah, I say this in like a kind of a joking way, but like, I just love how like CW's done like comic book shows so far. Like, cause CW's just best known for like young adult teen drama stuff. But mm-hmm. like, if you read comic books, like everyone dates everybody. And like uh, Black Widow has like dated multiple members of the Avengers. And so it's like really just fun and interesting to see like how those interweaving relationships go. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. I've noticed that with some of the like the limited comics we've read of Marvel, you know, I was like, all right, who's dating who in this comic? Let's get yeah. it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> it's like the side alternate thing, you know, universe. Go, yeah. Right. The young uh, and like, the powerful. Okay, Daredevil and Black Widow. Interesting. Okay, okay. I'll tell you right now, it's yeah. not Hulk and Black Widow, but okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but it can be. No, but uh, it can done. be. Who knows? Joss? You're terribly done. Uh, okay. um, this isn't that episode. Okay. <laughs> so many of you probably are, already know if you're listeners of the show that I'm a huge fan of Black Widow as the character, um, specifically as portrayed by Scarlett Johansson in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and I'm, 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 I'm definitely very much looking forward to the black widow movie. And so for me, I was like, yeah, we got it. We got to read like a, you know, black widow trade or something coming up to the movie, even though it might be delayed, but the comic it book <laughs> definitely gives you that, that fix that you want from black widow. It's like kind of like what Corey mentioned and, um, and Josh a little bit. It's, it's a very, it's a great sort of run of the mill kind of sells it short, I guess, but lack of a better word. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you expect it to be. And then it does kind of like catch you off guard a little bit, which is kind of cool. And it gets, it's gotten me very, uh, very much jonesed for the movie even more after having read this. So jonesed. Nice. I, I had a great time with it. Um, so this was the first time I've read a black widow comic, like period. Um, and it was pretty much everything I expected it to be. Like they were spies and people died. they, did mm. not die. Maybe they did. And there's, you know, all this, this slip swapping around and double crossing, backstabbing. Who, do, who is that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, governments being like, they're politicking. my spy. No, my spy. Like they're, they're politicking all over the place. So, but uh, I spy. <laughs> but I spied several spies with my eyes. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, there were a lot of things about it that I really enjoyed. And I was like, ooh, ooh. I didn't know you were going to do that. Interesting. Um, and then there were other things where I'm like, what? What? Uh, but we'll get into that in a bit. That That's my vague initial <laughs> reaction. Cool. Now, spoiler country. Uh, so that gives everyone an idea of what our ratings are going to be like. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to our next two segments. Spoilers. If you haven't read it yet, pause it here. Go to nerdon.io backslash comiXology. Read it through and then come on back. We'll wait. I promise. Yeah. We're waiting. We're waiting right, right, now, right, we're here. right now. So uh, that brings us into our next two segments, uh, which are going to be our brief synopsis, which is going to be more of like a teaser of what to expect out of this. Yeah. And then our uh, production. And then later on, we go to our favorite parts, uh, favorite characters, and then um, Kwame Kwams. But we are going to get into spoilers. Yeah. So, so if you haven't spoilers. read it yet, pause this. Nerdon.io backslash comicsology. Read it. Come back to us. We'll wait. I promise. We'll wait. We'll wait right we'll wait. here. 
And we're done waiting. Go ahead. Cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, so but I'm just going to read the back of the book because so, I think that's pretty much the teaser, right? So, perfect. Uh, so <laughs> the synopsis. Yeah, right? Yeah, Two accurate. St- All right, ready? Ready? Two stories and two leather-clad black widows for the price of one. From the Oh, hold on. This is hella small. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is hella small. I'll hold my right. reaction. From the steps of the Kremlin to the lowest levels of the Pentagon, Natasha Romanov, formerly a Soviet spy, now a superhero and an Avenger, must prove she still has what it takes when the young upstart Yelena Belova challenges her for the, challenges her for the battle for the mantle of Black Widow, a story of blurred identity in a confused post-war arena. This fast-paced thriller embodies all of the tensions and action of a traditional espionage novel. Collecting Black Widow, 1999, issues one through three, and Black Widow, 2001, issue one through three. <laughs> Void where prohibited. <laughs> how was that, guys? How was, was my VO? That was like 10 so hours. good. As always, 10 whole hours. More time. <laughs> how was how my VO hours. audition? I did promo. You did so <laughs> did the promo. good, Tom. You did it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it focuses more around the two characters, and uh, that's it. So our production. <laughs> I'll do the production. I'm I'm a production boy. Yeah, you are. Uh, publication was by none other than Marvel Comics, as we already know. We did Daredevil, Blade, The Punisher, on and on and on. Uh, to the writers for both stories, we have Tev- Devin K. Grayson uh, from Marvel Rising, Teen Titans, and Nightwing. And then for breakdown, uh, joining Devin, we have Greg Rucka, who did Wonder Woman. Uh, the how do you pronounce that again, Tom? The Hikateka. Oh no, Hikate- sorry, the Hikatea. I'll never get it right. Hikatia. Star <laughs> Wars Before the Awakening. And it won the Eisner Award for Whiteout Melt. Uh, for artists, for the Itsy Bitsy Spider story, uh, we have J.G. Jones, who's known for Why the Last Man, Final Crisis, and Wanted. Uh, and for Breakdown, we have Scott Hampton, who's known for Sandman Presents Lucifer, Batman, Night Cries, and Silver Heels. Uh, publication date was issues that came out uh, in July 1999. And the whole trade as one came out in January of 2001. The series order is Marvel Knights imprints Itsy Bitsy Spiders issue one through three, and then breakdown issues one through three. Copy sold, unknown or not listed. Redacted on the spy <laughs> phone. <laughs> um, I do want to make a little mention blurb um, for everyone who's Please. wondering what Marvel Knights is. Um, and uh, if anyone remembers uh, older Punisher films, and I think Ghost Rider um, before Marvel was purchased by the by Disney. They would say Marvel Knights, uh, hmm. and I I want everyone to go home and check out those little Easter eggs. I'm like, when I saw Marvel Knights, like, whoa, that's really cool. So, um, I got a little, I, I wrote down a little bit of uh, the notey notes. Uh, so, Marvel Knights was created in 1998 when Marvel filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and Joe Quesada and Jimmy Palmiotti, uh, uh, who were running Event Comics, their own comic book uh, company, uh, were asked by Marvel uh, proper to produce low-profile characters like Daredevil, Punisher, The Inhumans, and Black Panther. Mm. Um, These stories were more prioritized, short, contained stories over the long-running arcs um, that Marvel was really known for. And instead of the continuity and interweaving all the stuff, they were focused on high production quality instead. Um, Fun fact, this is where Kevin Smith was able to write uh, with Joe Quesada illustrating Daredevil Guardian Devil, which was some stories featured into season three of Marvel's uh, Netflix Marvel's uh, Daredevil. Um, Joe Quesada, who also is known to being um, the Marvel CEO during 2000, I believe, uh, 10 to 2011, um, and then stepped down to continue being CCO, um, who also is credited in the artwork for Mallrats in the opening sequence. 
oh, nice. and is in Chasing Amy and in Silent Bob. So um, it's really interesting to see how uh, Marvel Knights kind of Joe Quesada and all them kind of helped like Marvel limp along during like their like terrible times of like bankruptcy. So um, this is like one of those stories. It's like it's a it's an essential to read uh, in the comics uh, lore. So yeah, Marvel Knights. It's an imprint. If you think of it like it's like DC Vertigo, where DC Vertigo is more about like, hey, we're going to be adult focused, um, more like HBO of comic books. And then Marvel Knights was like, hey, these are just going to be short one offs. So mm-hmm. they don't have anything to do with like the uh, continuity a lot of times. But this is where um, Yelena Belanova was introduced, and oh, cool. uh, JG Jones was one of the people that helped create the character. So with uh, Devin K. Grayson. Yeah, it's interesting well, to uh, see. Um, this kind of thing, because sometimes the some of the comic books that we have read in the past, they have like, I don't know, they have up to like ten parts or something like mm-hmm. that. Whereas this was only three each, each uh, half of the arc. So it was, yeah, yeah. it was, it was kind of, it was cool to get um, short story, short story. Um, yeah, it's kind of like um, like this old like little short stories that you find in like a like a magazine. Yeah, you know, or like a little omnibus collection kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like cool. scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. yeah. It's cool because it's still connected by the same writer. So like Devin K. Grayson, you know, shout out. Um, because there is still a through line about what there's the, a progression, uh, yeah. What yeah, Yelena's character is going through and mm-hmm. how um Black and Natasha uh pretty much like introduces Yeah, they're both black widow. <laughs> yeah. Um I would say yeah, Yelena and Natasha. So like it's it's interesting to see what uh like how the story can progress and also change in tone. Um, yeah. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into our favorite parts, right, baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one. Um, let's go first. Black Me. Okay, I do. Cool. Uh, just one. Go around the table. Uh, just one? We'll go around. We'll go around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the only one I wanted to talk to right off the bat is is the art style of the second story of Breakdown. Breakdown. Um, I have read a lot of <clears throat> older comics. When I started reading comics, they still kind of looked a little more pulpy. Um, like I read a lot of the uh, Hellblazer comics. Like if you ever read, um, I think it's Bad Habit, Deadly Habit. Anyway, uh, one of one of them. Uh, I can't one remember of the, the habits right now. Uh, it's, Why the Last that's, Man is It's that. the art style exactly like that. Um, and so I felt very at home reading that. And it could be a little bit of baggage, a little bit of bias, but I thought it was so beautiful that I, I wish that story hadn't ended because I just wanted to keep looking at the different different panels and, uh, when I went back and read it the second time, I spent a lot of time just examining the panels of that story uh, much more than the first one. And the first one's very polished, but there's something very, uh, it fit. Like Painterly. if you ever watch uh, Born Identity and it's kind of like grainy and handheld and uh, it fits that genre really well. And that's oh, how yeah. this felt. I can see that. Yeah. It's a good, well, it's a good way to look it up. Um, a lot of uh, the, the community will kind of say like, if you read this trade, uh, the first part is pretty much like 007. And mm-hmm. the second part's like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So I like, get that. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Kayla, that was my first favorite she doesn't part. Watch anything. I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't know the thing. <laughs> I don't know what anything is, but that's fine. I'll learn one day. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's my first one. Yeah, All right, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I really in uh, part one because this one is totally like. Uh, I mean, it's. It's so hardcore babes like taking on and fighting and stuff like that. There's Sexy a there's cat a, suit, baby. There's a page <laughs> where uh, Elena has a machine gun and there's like blood spatters behind her. I just thought it was like a cool like spread. 
of her killing some dudes trying to escape mm-hmm. and whatnot but it, it was fun yeah um yeah this this gives me a lot of like the like roger moore and pierce brosnan james bond feel where it's like action mm-hmm. but also like sexy at the same yeah. time um and that's the one thing i really kind of like even though like you know it's interesting how you portray women in comic books and you know having the lead still being sexy and powerful and also mysterious and you don't know like you're giving you're giving Black Widow as much credit as you would give any like male character, which is like is such an interesting thing because the male gaze and how we it, you know ingest media is so like male dominant. Um, but then allowing uh, you know women characters to have the same grace of like being able to be a badass and kill and be sexy and like get what they want and like the love interest is a fucking side character. Like it's it's cool. Um, and they're really like uh, like I think unapologetic about it, which I think is really fun. Because I, I like one of my favorite things is in the first part of Itsy Bitsy Spider uh, is the last fucking frame where like there's just explosions around her and she's like standing and I was like this is such like that '90s action, <laughs> but it's a great. Rodriguez thing. And yeah. it, it, to me, it's like again, it's like I've been running the like James Bond theme in my head. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. kind of how it is. Um, whereas like Breakdown, I really like because it was much more cerebral, much more about like. Who are we as individuals and identity yeah. and face? Oh. Very different <laughs> uh, approaches to the two different face. stories. Here. Oh. For uh, many, many aspects. Ollie? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, one of my favorite shots is is just the helicopter, like, <laughs> crashing down, exploding behind her. And, like, her, you know, with the truck. Like, that yeah. kind of oh, blew yeah. me away. Like, where I had, like... Usually in a movie, you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Like, I, I rarely get that when I'm reading comic books. So it was cool to be like, oh, you know, like <laughs> as if I'm watching it happen with like surround sound and like you know, 4K or whatever. I'm like, this is epic. And, you know, because I was like, oh, that's clever. And then she gets out, gets away with the truck. Um, that whole sequence was really cool to watch and or to read and look at the art of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, a, in a weird way, it's kind of like. We see in the Black Widow trailer, and it's like this is nothing like the Black Widow movie, right? Mm-mm. And no. so it's like very interesting to see like how you know, like you know, this is where it gives a lot of credence to like the comic book fanboys and fangirls who are like, is the comic book blah blah. But it's always interesting to see what the liberties that like how are they going to like intertwine with them. And like the fun thing with visual storytelling is like you get the chance to juggle the different things. So I want to be able to yeah. see some of these things in it, not done the same way, but you know, in similar fashion. Yeah, like the. You know, the mm-hmm. issues one through three yeah. is very much like you were saying, like your typical, you know, action movie uh, set in the 90s or whatever it is. Like cat and mouse um, kind of thing. Yeah. It, but it's I feel like everything's earned, you know, <laughs> like this, like issue three's uh, uh, cover uh, is kind of gnarly. Right. They're kind of like entwined, but they've got the like the sexiest like struggle poses. Um, but I feel like it works for, for what it is. And that's kind <laughs> of that's Black Widow. You know, that's her like TM, you know, is like that. But it's I feel in this case in her character. And especially in these books, it does a good job of like earning that and and kind of balancing the scales, especially with the with breakdown um, to where it's like, it's OK. We're not, it's not just gratuitous, you know, sexy action. There's actually like some substance here. So that you know, it, was, and, it was really close. And to your point, if you look at issue mm-hmm. two of It's a Bitsy Spider, like the way Black Widow looks like it, she looks like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's I was surprised uncanny. a couple of times. I was like, the likeness is kind of there weirdly. Yeah. Um, and I was like in a man. couple couple frames. And I just don't know if it's like, did they just make it so she just looks like every woman that could possibly be here? But it's like, you can't put at least... It's casting. Candor, right? <laughs> it's really good casting. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Caitlin? 
as she drinks the water, Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> good um, timing. Yeah. Best timing in the world. Gotcha, uh, like Corey. My favorite good is timing. definitely like when they're at the lake and she gives uh, Yelena that that like speech about like, listen, this is so much worse than you think it is. You do you really want this? Because like it sucks so much more than you realize. Like your whole life is basically mm-hmm. not yours anymore. Like setting up ballet. how the yeah, which uh, I'll get onto that later. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no that that whole speech. The, there's just like that one panel of her having that really serious face, and that's by far my favorite moment. Where it's just like, no, no, okay, you think you want this? You don't. <clears throat> you are naive. And- yeah, and that's that's kind yeah, of a cool yeah. thing. And just talking about just the story itself is that like, um, I really liked uh, Breakdown a lot more than It's a Bitsy Spider because to me again, action is action, and good action is good action. But like a good story, character, um, point, and also talking about issues of like identity, um, but also like the harsh reality that like Yelena Belanova at the end, it's kind of like not by her own fault, and that's the thing she doesn't have like. I think the world is like this. And so it's fucking stupid. It's more like people have been able to infer her reactions and her emotions. Um, and says like, she still believes that she's a hero and, and Natasha, the true black widow, the way that the story is kind of framed, uh, understands that she's not a superhero. She's a spy. And when you do spy work, it gets really nasty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just kind of like that storytelling because like a lot of people, I think put comic books in, uh, like in a, kitty genre where like you can actually tell these deeper stories of like what the stories are trying to subvert and even though it is a superhero genre the character is but like it still tries to be like something more than that and just be more character focused i think yeah yeah um any other favorite parts i i mean yeah i i can just i just want to quickly shout out the art style again i mean that's kind of like if i had to pick a second favorite part it would be the art style in one in a breakdown. Uh, Scott uh, Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's the something else is it's really, it's so right for this story because yeah. like, I feel like at least he is getting a lot more like emotiveness and expression out of, you know, the characters. Um, and I think it really goes a long way yeah, to I agree. sell, you know, to sell, especially like sometimes their nose will be more red or their cheeks will be more red. And it's like, it does, add to sort of like the weight of what's going on. Um, so I really did appreciate the, the sort of like the work, basically the art. It was great. And I'll have to say also to the writing too, because yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's hindsight, but uh, Devin Grayson uh, definitely like just honed in on a little bit more of like action versus like dialogue. Yeah. Cause in it's a spider, there's just like paragraphs and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles. And I, what I really liked is also thought bubbles because um, it reminds me of Spider-Man the Animated Series because that's what they really did well that I loved with Peter Parker is that like he has so much thought bubbles and he goes on and talks to himself and has full conversations. Reminds me of Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, uh, but I'm talking about Spider-Man. So uh, it's really cool that it did that where it's like it felt very like Marvel brand. Um, but like in The Breakdown, it's very just much like you see by action and there's not a lot of dialogue. There's like panels of just no dialogue. And uh, it just goes straight into like what's happening, <clears throat> what are they doing, and then you really, inf- it really trust the, the the reader to be intelligent to know like what Yelena is going through. Mm-hmm. So I, I really just kind of enjoyed like the the two different writing styles that uh, Grayson did in both. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, my other favorite part is legitimately the the face off 
aspect of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that they they did something like that because it's it's a wonderful blend of like Black Widow <clears throat> as a superhero in comparison to like Thor or someone with like mutant powers or something like that is such a grounded hero. But to have something in there that's a little more <clears throat> fantastical, even though it's like based in science. Yeah. Uh, and the and the serum as well. Like both of those being included in this uh, slightly more grounded character added a really wonderful element to the story um, that could have otherwise yeah. been really low uh, low stakes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would but, agree with but that. Specifically, the, the, the face-off bit uh, really caught my attention. Like as soon as I saw that happening, I was like, but why? And uh, it, it just the payoff was was wonderful. So yeah, that yeah. that was definitely one of my favorite parts. When you find out why, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah the, the cool. payoff at the end when you're like, you got taught a lesson in the yeah. hardest possible way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another it's a little, little intense. Little intense. Like you did that to prove a point. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Another part of uh, that I really enjoyed was in the first part, Nitsy Bitsy Spider, is the way that they did the book credits. It was more like a case report. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was Filed like, by. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I thought that was just a really cool aspect of it that I had never seen in a comic book. So Yeah. Um, I, I really like the one panel in Breakdown um, where Yelena uh, donning a different face uh, says, if I pull the trigger, will I kill me too? And that's just like a cool thing. Again, like it, there, there's just a really cool idea, and like there's just so much hard shadow and so much contrast to it because it's on a white background, but half her face is covered in shadow. Like the artwork is really good on both ends too. I I really liked um, JG Jones' artwork in It's a Busy Spider because it is at like high stylized comic book. Like to me, that's how what a comic Polish. book should look like in my mind. Um, should have that saturation, that 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 poppy. Um, it looks like a cartoon moving. Um, but then while, and I think Corey has played it, but if anyone at home listening or watching Marvel, uh, playing the, the fighting game, Marvel, uh, versus the Imperfects or Marvel Imperfects. Yeah. Uh, it's a fighting game. This, like this, if you like this Scott Hampton art style, that game is for you. Cause they mm. do these little mini comic books and they're all in that art style. And also the nice. entire game is done in that way too. So oh, nice. it's just, it's, it's fun. really cool. It's yeah. worth a, it's worth a play. It's for so, sure. It's fun. Um, any other yeah. favorite parts? Um, I mean, I can keep going and going. I, I really Do had a lot, of, a lot of fun uh, within this comic. I mean, Read us uh, the red carpet. Josh touched on this before, but since we were in spoiler-free territory, I'd like to dive in a little deeper. Yeah. The relationship with Daredevil and uh, Black Widow here was really well done because it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, by the way, these two are in a relationship. It wasn't exposition-y. They kind of just let the world live as, mm-hmm. and you pick up on cues just by how they talk that you're yeah. like, oh, they're in a relationship. Somehow. Yeah. Um, and so I really liked the way that was done instead of it being like really ham fisted, like, by the way, we're in love. And so, like, let's make uh, out in the corner. Yeah. Behind it, the, it, the airplane uh, hangar. It, it made me really happy to have someone give exposition without me really picking up on it immediately. Um, and I, I like the way that was done. It was, was also nice for Breakdown's narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was nice to not know. Yeah. Like yeah. the full extent of their relationship. Yeah. yeah. It helped the nerve. I, I think to Corey's point as well, like it's cool because you see, again, the reading the two issues like this is very, or the two series, stories like this is really fun because 
Daredevil in the first part is very like, hey, what's up, sweet cheeks? And yeah, I'll go over there. <laughs> then all of a sudden when shit hits the fan, he's like, what's going on? He's like going in. He's like trying to protect. And he's like, whatever you'll do, I'll help you. And his and then, suit like, looked dope in, in Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, and then in Breakdown, he's very much just like, hey, I you know I love you and I care for you and you're you know, you're know you're, you're you, but I also don't know if I can trust you right now and I'm going to do whatever I can to protect this other person. Yeah. So th- there is that little lover's quarrel. So mm-hmm. yeah. I liked, I really enjoyed how that was done. Yeah. Uh, I also like that he could like, um, he when he talked about Yelena's like heart rate and she's having nightmares and like all of that stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, I forget that he can do that. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that the nice first touch. line. You look nice, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused at the beginning because I thought that that was Alexi that walked in and it oh. wasn't until he started talking that I was like, mm. Oh, this. Oh, oh that's yeah. not that. Okay. Which that again, I, all his blind jokes were on point. <laughs> oh yeah, they were great. That's one thing I've always loved about comic books is that like they're just its own identity. And as Corio will always uh, nag me for comparison as a thief of joy, um, the comic book characters are always. I just feel so much more rich compared to like any other adaptation because mm-hmm. they just somehow imply more. Yeah, and uh, there's just so much more. Like they feel lived in. They don't feel like a new shoe. Well, that's the, like, the show don't you know, tell kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, right. It's like nobody talks like that. You know, like we see in those other con- like other stories of you know where it's heavily expositional. It's like nobody says, "Hi, girlfriend, how are you?" you there know, are like, there are two instances. You don't have to explain the situation to in every conversation. You know what I mean? So it's more believable. For Sometimes us to kind you of don't need it a sentence own. to explain. There are, however, two yeah. instances in this where two of the army grunts are being really expositiony, oh, yeah. and uh, that <laughs> stood out to me. In contrast, oh, yeah. only because the writers handled all the other expositions so well. Yeah. Um, man, what do you mean? Was, there's a woman in the base. Yeah, like stuff like that. <laughs> where they're like, oh well, Black Widow. I thought she was a, Red a redhead, head. but why is she blonde? They say like, your name is like, Black Widow. God damn it. Hey, I heard uh, the serum <laughs> some does kinda, crazy some crazy things. Yeah. So um, that kind of stuff wasn't as great. But the, the I just had a motorcycle drive to my room. Uh, right. The uh, <laughs> the exposition of the main characters were wonderful. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that to be the, the reality of what that sound was. Yeah, I, I run drag races in my office. so I'm That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a I mean, I've seen his office. Quarantine. I can't confirm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another uh, part that I liked is I do like how Daredevil um, treated Yelena in Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, knowing what was happening and just kind of almost taking care of her, too. Of like, listen, the situation mm-hmm. is kind of fucked up. So I'm just going to take care with you a little bit. And he's not like trying to be, um, I don't know, he's just taking care with her. And I and I yeah. liked that and how he was... Uh, treating her during the situation because yeah. I'm most of the time she's like what the fuck what is happening and then Nick yeah. Fury's just fucking Nick Fury yeah, yeah. yeah. well he's white but he's just, like, yeah that, that was a that little, little bit like, jarring what but yeah. that like I forgot Nick Fury was white at uh, a point and they, they have originally in, and then they, they have changed in the comic book explanation of why he turned to black now so they changed it and they based it off Sam Jackson before he ever got the role which that is was in the awesome. Ultimates universe and wow they explained it that how like He's actually been like a kid that he raised, and then the old, the real Nick Fury is like on the moon. Cool. And so it's a lot. Uh, I like that. To Josh's right. point, I do like you know a little Catholic boy coming to save the day and being like, like everyone's trying. Like the sad thing about Yelena, she is naive and she is a hot headed. 
Um, and everyone's trying to give her that tough love, that lesson. But Daredevil's that one's like, hey, I'm the soft hand that will like try to pick you up. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like a nice yeah. contrast to Josh Point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so cool. favorite characters? I mean, uh, for okay, we get, we could pick the two, the, the two widows and then oh, yeah. a side Natasha, character. Elena, and then one side character. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You have to pick the character and then what face you want that character. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to RPG. Oh. I like Natasha with with Elena's her face. own face. Subversion. <laughs> oh. so um, for me, I'll start. For me, it's Natasha, hundred uh, percent. The way that she kept, especially in Itsy Bitsy Spider, the way she kept uh, one step ahead of Elena, confidently the entire time was so impressive to me. Uh, and I thought it was written so well because they show Elena to be very competent and very highly skilled. Um, but you know that that line. Where she's like, I, you know, I'm I'm better than you in almost every way. And then Natasha says, Yeah, on paper. Yeah. And I I yeah. loved that because then they then they show it to you what what that means, what why experience is is so important. Um, but I mean, Yelena does come back and it's like she's standing on that truck with that sniper right with that machine gun. Oh yeah, but then like, Natasha ones up her one ups her again and yeah. then again and again. Well, she's uh, able she's to, like, she, are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. but I was so, just like, that's kind of the thing. It's like she is a pretty good leech. That's what I mean. Like yeah, tail, yeah, she's good, but like Natasha's just that better. much better. Um, oh, better. And then for side character, it's hard not to say Daredevil just because. Uh, Every time he shows up, it's it's really. I was excited. I was like excited to it's see him. Treat. I think, yeah, all his quips were on point. The way he was introduced was great, and his suit just looked so dope in Breakdown that it. I have a hard time picking anyone else. <laughs> I yeah. wanted more of him in the suit. Yeah, it looked so cool. I, mean, I would read an entire suit. Daredevil comic if it was drawn like that. Find some, uh, find some Scott Hampton stuff then. There you go, Sandman, yeah. baby. So, nice. uh, yeah, that's it. I'll go next. Uh, Josh, yeah. Um, I'm going to echo. Uh, I really loved uh, Natasha. I just love her her badass capability in this. She's she's just a badass in all of this. And I like that, you know, Elena comes in as such a hot head. And like Corey already said, the like on paper bringing up that scene. Yeah, on paper, Elena is better in every way. But Black Widow has experience. She has knowledge that she has gained from doing what she's doing and the way that people treat her. And so she knows how people Pedigree are, don't mean shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then for side, I mean, yeah, it's Daredevil. I just I just really enjoyed him in both yeah. both parts. Matt and Daredevil, both yeah. great. Uh, Kaylin? Uh, for me, it's Natasha and Yelena. Just because mm-hmm. I like the two of them together. I wish there was like... A buddy a cop style movie, movie where they keep trying coming. to one up each other to like solve something. I don't know why Marvel doesn't just make one. That would yeah. be great. I would watch it. Please make it. Marvel, I know you're listening. Please do that. <laughs> it's almost like that's the movie that's coming out. It's almost like that's probably not what the movie's gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be the like fun, happy buddy cop movie that I want. We don't know. I will still watch it. It's gonna be uh, Incredibles. Then they paid a lot of Russian, check money. Russian to, Incredibles. Yeah, they paid Russian a lot of Incredibles. check money to Rachel Weisz. Uh, <laughs> for no reason. Uh, yep. Ollie? Always taking a drink every time. Yes. I'm so good at this. I am a G. I'm always going to choose. Corey? Corey? Every time. <laughs> um, 
mine is uh, Natasha and uh, Yelena. Oh, t- uh, strong females. Strong, I didn't know both we could do both. <laughs> the the interlocking. I thought it was cover. one of them and a side. Oh, okay. So she's like main. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I broke the rules because I can. Uh, no, you're the, not. Just because you're the only female doesn't mean you got to break the rules. Who's your side just character? Today. The the serum doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> just because I was like, you're just gonna do it, because she says to do it. I would. Fair what enough. do you mean? <laughs> she I definitely would. Literally saved him and said, "If you're gonna be here, you either shoot yourself or you make me a serum." I know. <laughs> pretty good. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's kind of. Go down other things with that gun, but he didn't. He wouldn't dare. Like shoot her? Yeah. I mean, oh, she, he would have died. She does, she so does have fast. Superhuman, like, uh, uh, like contrary to the MCU, she actually is has super abilities. So <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Um, but uh, the my my two, I think, are actually going to be. Um, Natasha and uh, Stolyenko, the uh, the main oh, the antagonist. Russian guy. Oh. Breakdown. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Russian guys in here, but I like. But the like the big name. head honcho, bald one. You call him the, the main breakdown. antagonist. Yeah, sure. that he's one. in both. Is he? Is that still him in the other one? Yeah, he's, just so he's, he's, the, uh, he's the other like general oh, guy. I liked his art guy. in the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he got a lot bigger. In the he looked like one. a toad in the first one. I, I liked him in. I liked him in both. Mainly because I like that he provided like a little bit of the ghost of the story of like this is like who Natasha really knew before the story began. And like he provides that like if you go down this path, like you will this is like the worst case scenario. And I think that's a I think a really cool um, piece that I think is overlooked um, because as much as it is a inter turmoil between the two characters of like Natasha trying to like like cope with the fact that she is aging and she is getting older and she's feeling more mortal. Um, and Yelena trying to grow as her own character. Like he provides this like good tension that like, because they both come from mother Russia. Um, like it does, like there is a little bit of that home, like loyalty that they're, they're kind of foregoing in order to um, progress as characters. Mm. So I liked him. That's Vidania. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shout out book. to all the Russian listeners and watchers. We're not trying to make fun. It's in the book. <laughs> I read it in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> it's in the book. Uh, so that leads us to uh, our final segment before our rating, which is our qualms. Quim um, qualms. Who would like to go first? Corey. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Why first one the I already mentioned, <laughs> I have, you know, given it to two, we have uh, the soldiers who are a little too like. I'm a character in a story who needs to convey information and not like a real a person. Uh, those stood out to me like such a sore thumb because everything else is written so well. Um, so those those moments bothered me. It wasn't uh, even needed exposition. No, it was just, it was like such a, okay, that's not good kind of thing. <laughs> like that's how it goes. <laughs> I knew no it was going to come up at some point. Like, uh, I'm not wearing hockey pads. So like... <laughs> Nice. Except for that one. That one's good. Wow. Um, but like, it just felt like such a, like I could have done without it, I guess. It was, I think it was an attempt at world building that didn't work. Um, yeah, the Rastapanian. Yeah. Is she, that's Russian she's speaking, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's voices coming from over here. Um, so that, that stuff kind of took me out of the story. Uh, and then um, I'm not, I know this is like part of the intrigue, but I'm just not a huge fan of, how they're drawn in the first one. Mm. The, the art style. Not the art style itself, just how 
that artist drew both Natasha and oh the Elena. sexy bomb bombastic yeah like movie. it's just it's all, yeah. too much it yeah. it almost like reminded me too much of like Rob Liefeld in a bad way mm. um it's a leather and, suit why are nipples being shown yeah and like yeah. and uh yeah I don't know just how they move sometimes in these like way too ultra sexy ways while they're fighting yeah. it's just like that was, I was like I, I, it's, I think it's part of the reason I liked Breakdown even more was just that it felt a little more real like how they fought yeah. was was very well, like well even then they're not hourglass shapes they're actually a little bit more boxy which is like yeah and they're yeah, like wearing like, big coats most of the time and, like their rib so, cages look normal I know that's such a small thing to <laughs> Thank or God. Easy, easy target to complain about but, but it I'm, was just I echo I mean I don't mind it, it to, a, to a degree like I get it because <clears throat> they're supposed to be like you know like you said the the uh, opposite of, of James Bond, right? Where he was this dashing, good-looking thing, so it should be the opposite, but it, it just took it a step too far in this one yeah. for me. It's just, if you can nitpick, that's the thing you can nitpick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Josh is going to copy and paste. No, I was just going to say that there were there were a few scenes that I was like, she had literally just killed somebody, and now she's in this, like, really sexy pose, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, it was like a bent over, like kind of thing. It's like uh, the anyway. end of. I think it's like the end of issue two or three. She's just like in this pose. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, qualms mainly have to do with the uh, the first part, uh, itsy bitsy spider. Um, maybe this is something that I completely didn't see in other comic books that I have read, but I felt like it's in the lettering and the dialogue. I felt like there was an overuse of bolding in sentences. Like mm. it was I like, I, I know words. that the emphasis needs to be on the bold, but I would read through some of the sentences and I'd be like, Jesus, there's so much bolding. Like my patience is already at an ebb low. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right, guys, I chill. And then like, there were some, I would say they were kind of the, yeah, I'm looking to, they were notifications. I'm just going to call them that labels for where they were, uh, like locations or oh Washington, Rastapon. Yeah, they were square bubbles, but sometimes they would use square or rectangle for important dialogue. Like uh, there's at one point she she goes, <laughs> "When are you going to learn that it's not just Americans and Russians? Those are people that he's going for after." It's like it was a square box, and it was. But sometimes they use the the usual kind of oval. Uh, so somebody yelling Raspada. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was, it's a little thing. Yeah, it's just a nitpicky I get, I get thing, that. but it's something that I was like, I, I'm okay. To me, the devil's yeah. in the details on that one for me. I, I understand. I'm looking at it now, but mostly when it's uh highlighted dialogue, it's a, it's a box with a colored box mm-hmm. is how they differentiate it. Well, and I, I think I, they just, they use that a lot in X-Men. So maybe I'm just, Again, baggage that I'm used to it. I I, yeah. I figured those as like so. If each panel is a frame of a movie that you're watching, the squares are voiceover. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's how I, I picture it. But then uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's that. that's on me. But I get like where it's like it's interesting to mesh between the two of like uh, helping a reader like track through a page. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've at this point I've 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 read a good amount of comic books. I think maybe it was just something that I didn't notice before that it's always been done that way. But maybe I just hyper-focused on this one. Um, my only other qualm, and it's kind of, it's slightly silly, but second. in the in Itsy Bitsy Spider, there is a scene where Natasha is, she had just escaped with a bio serum. She's mm-hmm. in the army truck, 
and she's just kind of chilling there and there's night sky behind her. And oh I yeah, I saw that. It's just it it's says, a tiny thing. It it's like finding sky. a typo um yeah. in something uh <laughs> that you can see handwritten night sky. Like I'm wondering if maybe in it's the definitely like this is what you should draw. There's here. an earlier one yeah. that says oh, night sky no. with stars. I think the I first one says night it. sky with stars with some stars and then like the next one says night sky. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was just it's like a little tiny like huh. Um, like they I think didn't erase the pencil. Person. Yeah. Oh, page that's twenty-five. Really cool. I love that actually. Yeah, it's cool. What, I like, which I one? Page uh, twenty-five. Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's a little, in the desert. You see, like a it's one of the behind frames the in the bottom left. But also, you see, You're right? Uh, you you can also see. I think it's also kind of part of the digitization. That's what um, I was gonna. I was gonna say. It, these are, this is a stretching look, qualm. It's just something yeah. that I noticed. If, and I was like, ah. If you look on the the right of the page, you see like the little square where I think the grid lines were. So it's like this is where your panel should be. That's really cool. That's an interesting find. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. No anyway. kidding. I did not notice that. Oh shit, Kaylin didn't. Oh my god, all. I didn't notice no a tiny thing. All right, go, Kaylin, go. Oh yeah, it's totally just the digitization. Yeah, yeah. you can see the outlines of the um, panels. So something that I, I'm I'm on the same boat as Corey. The um, the posing was a little silly to me, but also the stuff about ballet since i know that's such a big part of her character like showing me the shoes and saying was like i was a dancer like that's kind of all you really get a tiny dancer a, a tiny dancer um that's kind of all you get for for the ballet stuff i really wish there was a little bit more of that incorporated since i know that like the dancing side is supposed to integrate into like how they fight and everything but when the fighting was happening there was like no trace of that present whatsoever and like the way they were landing on their feet and their boots were like this shape i'm like you would break your toes 100 percent. being uh, on point that square ass shoe like a ballet do <laughs> well no like you like being on point like you can only like you gotta train for fucking ever to be on point but that's not something you like run with that's, or, that's or land that's from really high is. on. I yeah. get it. It's to teach you, it, to teach I mean, you balance and grace. It's not an right. origin story. Yeah. So I'm right. assuming that's why they didn't include a whole bunch of it. But I get you. Um, but they were doing... I, I, the this is more thing, my qualm that that like they did such a good job with, with having those things. Like To me, it looked like, yes, you're bringing up that she did ballet. Yes, you're bringing up that she was a dancer. But then that was kind of the very surface level acknowledgement of it. It's kind of like the same as your qualm with the guards that would like bring up very mm-hmm. surface level things, yeah. but not really dive deeper into it. So I'm more saying that it's a qualm because it wasn't like there wasn't well, much ballet lore yeah. there, if that makes There's sense. There's like a little tease for somebody who hasn't maybe like understood Experience. the character before yeah. it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think right. it's like one of those, those lines you tell. It's kind of like, you know, every time we have a, a Peter Parker story, it's like, do we talk about Uncle Ben or do we talk yeah. about the, the pearls and Martha? Um, but, you know, so yeah, I get, I get what you mean where it's like having a little bit more integration could be nice, but also it's like... But also it's like football players take ballet, but they're not doing pirouettes on the field. Right. It's more about... Right. It's uh, But I, I want to ride the coattails on that one a little bit because my qualm is with that, but it's with how open she became about talking to it talking about it to Yelena. Like, I feel like just because she also came from the red room, I don't know if she would be that open to telling her all her personal like secrets or not secrets, but just like, her, well, I mean, she's, she's like explaining her, her origin story. It's like if Batman was like, my parents were killed, uh, you know, once upon a, a midsummer's night, it's like, well, you know, 
then maybe you should you read still, maybe you're a little guarded. <laughs> to me, it was situational because she literally sees herself in Yelena. She has her face on at that point. I think it would have softened it a little bit more. And, and my overall issue with it is that I really feel like these could have both um, got a lot more uh, out of the stories and out of the characters if they were like six issue runs for each of these little arcs instead of sure. three issue runs. Because um, I felt a little like kind of like um, maybe, Kaylin, this is maybe what you're getting at. But I felt a little robbed of some of like some juicy lore that could have really amped up. I that's, feel that's Marvel Knights, baby. And and I'm I actually don't think that more would have fixed the ballet thing. I it, for me, it was just a movement thing. Like the way that oh, they were drawn and the poses, the yeah. illustration, because like if they're going to talk about ballet, like I want to see some aspect of ballet think, included in yeah. in the style. Whenever and this is and this is something that you'll that we see a lot in the MCU with with her character in that, but um, and I think it's done a lot better in the MCU in most regards. I mean, obviously, I haven't read enough of the comics to know, but the the sort of ultra sexy poses to me, it's it. I think you know, obviously, there's the you know sex sells part of it, but I think they're also trying to convey like her grace in that like she can fight all these guys, but then like have this like sexy pose at the end and it was like effortless for her. Well, isn't, isn't like, that, it goes a little too far, but isn't I think the, that's what they're going for. The idea behind ballet, the motif that's used is discipline and agility, not necessarily the fact yeah, that they're going to fight like they're doing ballet. Right. It just, it's just right. she I'm has not, that sort of motion. And I'm not saying I want to see her like pirouette or whatever. I'm just saying like trade out some of the sexy for some of the like grace. Cause like yeah, it's just what hard you're to saying grace with the leather suit, <laughs> I get that's it. The, that's the thing. But why? But it's also like, two different stories. That's itsy bitsy spider versus breakdown. Right. What do you mean? Breakdown is where they mention the ballet. Oh, itsy right, bitsy right, spider right. has nothing to do with ballet. Right. But, yeah. but it's like a, a, a whole arc cause they show the ballet shoes in the very first mm-hmm. like couple like pages. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's a collection piece. That's that's more my qualm is less sexy, more graceful. Mm-hmm. I think there's uh, a balance that could be struck a little bit better there. And uh, to, I'm just, you know, Ollie, you can have your qualm, but I'm going to refute that because there's only two things mm-hmm. I can remember of Black Widow being sexy pose after she fights, and that's an Iron Man 2. Well, and then maybe the next thing is my threshold for sexy poses is, is is lower. <laughs> and so, like, like, to me, everything she does is more MMA based. And so, yeah. like, that's none of it sexy. That's dis- just very technical. Well, the dismount is like, there's always a cool dismount. You know I, I mean? only remember okay. one from Iron Man 2, and that's it. Superhero she, landing. And then the explosion in Avengers 1. That's it. And she doesn't okay. have superhero landings. Well, I'm I mean, in that hallway, she does. Yeah. She does and those fewer, landing. like in Iron Man 2, yeah. I feel like it, she gets away with it more. I don't know. I feel like she does it once, and that's it. It's like in that hallway yeah. scene, she climbs on somebody, and then she flips him down, and she lands on all fours. Maybe it's it. a quantity thing, because I did notice the pose thing, for sure, in this comic. And it was like, I felt like, at a, at a certain point, I felt like it was like every other page. At the <laughs> end of, especially at the end pose. of um, the third issue of Itsy Bitsy Spider, when she fights the general who's yeah. and decaying. like she ends in that. Yeah, it's awful. See, it looks like a poster for, for actually, it reminded me of the poster for... Um, you mean my fucking uh, favorite part, Winter Corey? That, that frame is your favorite part? Wait, right? When, oh, not that one. Not that one. The This frame is your favorite part? Well, I can't see that, but... That, here you go, Tom. It's, it's she's tired. a butt. She's oh, tired. No. She's, That's she's, what get, I'm she's, get, she's catching her breath. So my qualms, <laughs> only thing is going to be that, like, Breakdown is really more of a story character thing than, like, the action espionage of It's a Pitsy Spider. 
then and that's pretty mm-hmm. much it because I think where like action like is the forefront of It's a Bitsy Spider, like breakdowns pretty much much more about like salvation of a character. And I think the comparison of the two with the volume together, like it creates like this clash. But I mean, like the thing about with Grayson, like writing the whole thing, like it is supposed to be this like through line of like, there's how many of these instances between the two characters of what they've been through. Um, but like breakdown just hits a lot heavier than what it's Bitsy Spider does. It's, much more like a physical versus metaphysical kind of mm-hmm. uh, conflict. But yeah, it's um, interesting, kind of like seeing the art where art the the point in the story where it switches. It's interesting because it's like she the first thing is she wakes up, you know, and it's like oh, is this kind of like a dream world? So kind of I think I think it's kind of fun. Well, like I think that's kind really cool because it it, it plays on like the whole like uh, Corey was saying like the born identity thing where it's like you wake up and you're like a cell that's activated and like mm-hmm. that's what she kind of goes through and so yeah. like. It's it's interesting. Like it feels very cinematic in that sense, where it's like you're just in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And like even if you started with that one, it's like cool. You can just start the. You know, you don't even have to read it's a busy spider. You could just start with breakdown and be like, I I just yeah. They're going to tell me all everything I need to know. Yeah. Uh. So any other qualms? No. So move on to our rating. Uh. Who's who's the who's the lineup, Corey? Uh. It's Ali and Josh first. Uh, first, anyway. uh, <laughs> this is a rare treat. Um, I, my score for this is, uh, I would say 4.3 based 4. on three, based on my reading a couple times through and then our conversation. Um, it's a really great solid book for those who want to learn a bit more about like her character, have some knowledge from the MCU and just kind of maybe want to have a bit more under their belt. Uh, let's say, before going to see the Black Widow movie. I think it's a great kind of uh, really great way to introduce yourself to some of the uh, some of the um, characters. And also, I think a little bit of the tone. I mean, it's still kind of within the same sort of cheekiness and sort of fun that the MCU is, especially the first three issues. So um, I think you can't go wrong. It's a quick read. It's fun. Get on Comixology. Easy peasy. Nice. Turn it out. Backslash Comixology. I am going to give it a four. Solid four. Solid four. Solid four. Um, Love it. Solid four. Caitlin? Uh, also a four. Um, I, I I don't know. There were things about that that I enjoyed, but it felt um, like it was a good quick read. It gave me an idea of her character. I really liked a lot of the character interactions, like especially the one that was my favorite part. Um, But there was some of it, something about it was just like not hitting in a way where I'm like, yes, this was my favorite thing ever. So it was good, but not like, I love it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I give the, uh, it's tough because the first story for me is a three uh, and the second story is like a 4.2. Um, so like a 3.7, I guess. 3.7. That's a good average. Would average it out. Yeah. Ooh, wee, baby. Yeah. Um, mine's a four. Uh, I wow. Think, like, as I think the, the second part, like to Corey's point, like really outweighs a lot of the, uh, mishaps of the first part. Um, and I, to me, but also like knowing that this is how the trade is set together. Like it, it makes it kind of unbalanced, but like, I think, uh, like again, it's Marvel Knights story, so like it's not this long arching thing. It is meant to be what this is. So like I, I'm going to give it credit where credit's due, and uh, yeah, it's a four. Wow. 
So freaking whoever voted for Corey was fucking right. Caitlin did, I think. Yeah. Josh. Wow. Josh and Caitlin. I thought Josh was going to be, I was like, maybe, maybe it'll be a three way, but no, Corey. Grump guessers. Grump guesser. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were right. Oh, surprising. Ollie's the highest score. (laughs) I'm the highest score. Oh, wow. Surprising, not surprising. Who knew? Uh, Um, I did. That's why I didn't pick them. Awesome. Well, everybody at home, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this uh, quarantine episode. We're we're figuring it all out. This is uh, this is fun. It's great to continue our conversation together as a group. Um, can 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 we reveal a little bit? Man, there were so many mishaps with this fucking recording yeah. that like feel bad for like home. yeah. There yeah, was a, there was a lot of things. Corey's power went out and and Josh. Yeah, if you made it to this part, like, you know, it, it took a, a lot of editing to get to this part of the show. <laughs> the radio of this episode video. is a lie. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Um, and then our first time that we did this, we almost had, we had maybe a couple of hiccups that were so that tiny that it was like, doop doop doo Not yeah, today. No um, Not today. Everybody at home, if you have read this uh, collection, Itsy Bitsy Spider, let us know what you thought. Who you thought would be the grump, all that good stuff. Uh, reach What's out to us. What's your favorite sexy pose? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> feel free to reach out to us in any of our social media. Uh, stop by, rate, and review us uh, wherever you listen, whether it's Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all the things. YouTube, we are on there as well. All of our episodes go to video, which is Neat. fun. It's fun, especially <laughs> so when we're fun. When, especially when we're doing something like this. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.